What's going on everyone? Coach Greg here of the Limitless Fitness Academy with another show of the Fitness and Nutrition Ultimate Podcast, also known as Fan Up. It's going to be a quick one today because I it is it is late tonight, so that's why it's going to be quick, but also I need, I'm driving home tomorrow. Um, it's about 19 hours, 19 hours drive and I still have not packed. I'm leaving in less than 12 hours, still have not packed. Um, by the time you listen to this, I'll probably be on the road. But the, I, the other thing is we just moved into a house, so I'm not fully unpacked. So I have to do a little bit of unpacking to pack. But I decided that, you know, I made a goal to do this weekly and have this podcast be really, really big. And it's going to be. And I'm going to drop weekly episodes for you guys. And so this one's going to be a quick one. It's going to be a little different. But I came on and I wanted to talk about a very important topic, which is what is a calorie deficit? And I feel like people, it gets really misconstrued like what a calorie deficit means. Because some people are like, oh, that means like you have to starve yourself or oh, that means like you eat less, you know, you eat less than you burn or like, oh, you just eat one meal a day or you're intermittent fast or you do keto, like all of that is a calorie deficit, blah, blah, blah. blah. And like some of it's true, some of it's not. Some people are right, some people aren't. But we're going to dive into like what a calorie deficit actually means for you and why if you're trying to lose weight, you should you should be in a calorie deficit. Now, the idea of a calorie deficit is that I mean also my dog is going crazy in the background. So if you just hear her, that's just going nuts so anyway um, before we dive into calorie deficit first you have to understand like what is a calorie and everyone's like have you, like have you ever heard somebody say oh don't eat that that's bad calories or not all, all calories are the same or you know, why would you eat donut calories versus apple calories and here's what you have to understand that is that a calorie is a calorie whether it comes from a donut, whether it comes from an apple, whether it comes from a Big Mac, whether it comes from a bland chicken breast. A calorie is a calorie. It's a unit of measurement. There goes the dog. Similar to if, you know, somebody saying a mile is a mile. Now, if you walk versus run that mile, how you perceive that mile and how you endure it and everything that goes into that mile will make it different, but the distance doesn't change. It's still a mile. Walk it, run it, bike it. It will be done in different times. It'll be done in different efficiencies. It'll be done in different ways, but it'll always be a mile. It's the same thing with calories. A calorie is always a calorie. Depending on what, where you get it from, that plays a different role. But when somebody says like, oh, that's bad calories or good calories, no, it's just, it's just calories. It may be more nutritious or less nutritious, but that's diving into like what is, you know, what goes into a calorie, macronutrients, micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, all of that stuff. That's not part of a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit is eating less than you burn, right? And so when we talk about what a calorie is, it's just a unit of measurement. A hundred calories of an apple is the same 100 calories of a donut. Now, the apple might energize you more and help you sleep better and not put you on the toilet or not give you a sugar crash or whatever it may be, but it's still the same 100 calories. So I think that's what people need to understand is a calorie is just a calorie. Now, 
what do people mean by deficit? Basically, what they mean by deficit is it's not complete bankruptcy. It's not completely just starving yourself from calories. You're just slightly taking a little deficit. A calorie deficit when it comes to eating is staying as full as you can be while still losing weight. So eating as much as you can while still losing weight. Not starving yourself, not going hungry, not any of that stuff. Eating as much as you physically can while still seeing the results you want, whether that's losing weight or losing fat. And I think that gets misconstrued a lot of times because people are just like, oh, I want to lose weight, so like I should be hungry all the time and I should be you know, not eating as much. No, no, no. The, the goal is to eat as much as you physically can while still seeing results, which is why people tell you to eat more nutrient-dense foods like salads and chicken and, you know, soup. I don't know, off the top of my head, because you can eat a lot of it for little amount of calories versus you go to McDonald's once and there's your calorie goal for the day. So eating in a calorie deficit, like I was saying, is just staying as full as you can be while still seeing results. It's not starving yourself, it's not going hungry, it's none of that stuff. I want you to think of your calorie counting or your calorie deficit or surplus and your weight loss or gain efforts like your finances. Like I talked about earlier with like, you don't wanna go bankrupt, you just wanna be in a slight deficit. You don't wanna just totally spend all your money, just a slight deficit just to lose weight, right? So think of it like your finances. And I'm gonna give you guys some examples here is at caloric maintenance. Basically meaning, if you don't know what maintenance is, I'll explain it in another episode, but basically meaning that you should not you should not gain or lose any weight at maintenance. Your body weight will fluctuate about 3% of your body weight. So if, if you, let's say you weigh 200 pounds, you'll fluctuate six pounds either way while remaining at maintenance. At maintenance of your money, your financial numbers will remain consistent and constant month to month. So whether that's saving a bit each month, you know, whether that's saving 200 or 500 or 50 dollars a month, or just breaking even, that's your maintenance. So let's say you make three grand, but you spend 2,500 every single month, you save 500, that's your maintenance, that doesn't change, that's what you've figured out, right? Now, at a caloric surplus, you decide, I'm gonna take in more, more than I expend, leading to weight gain. In money terms, this is making more money than you spend, leading to more money in your bank account. You ever heard? You ever hear someone's reference like, oh, he's got a fat bank account or he's got a fat wallet? It's because you're saving more money than you would be spending, more than you usually would. And the reason I say more than you usually would is back to the example, if you make three grand and spend 2,500 and all of a sudden you, you still make three grand, that doesn't change, but then you decide, oh, I'm only gonna spend two grand. Or you get a raise, whatever it may be, you're now making more so you can save more so you are in a money surplus, like a calorie surplus. You're eating more so your body can save, quote unquote, save more so you, you gain weight or you gain muscle, whatever it may be. Now here's where it might, might get a little confusing. At a caloric deficit, however, you're going to be taking in or consuming less than you expend, resulting in weight loss or fat loss. In money terms, you're either spending more than you make or you're now just breaking even. So back to the example, if you make if you make three grand, but now instead of only spending 2,500, you spend three grand, you're breaking even. 
So, like I said, in money terms, you're, you're spending more than you make, eventually long down the road, leading you to either maintenance or being broke. Because if you spent three grand and made three grand, you'd be at maintenance. If you spent 3,500 and only made three grand, any of that money you had saved up from the past of gaining weight or gaining money will eventually be gone. And I think that's really important to point out is you don't want to be in a deficit forever. And I think people are like, oh, I'm going to be just do a calorie deficit until I hit my goal. If you spent more money than you made every single month, you'd eventually go broke. So eventually you have to ticker out and be like, okay, now I got a penny pinch and I can't spend as that much money. That's what happens with your calorie deficit as well is you plateau, you stop seeing results and your body's like, okay, like we're good right here. That's your new maintenance. Or you have to go back up to your old maintenance, you know, whatever it may be. So you don't want to just continue to continuously be in a deficit. Now, like I was saying before, you could starve yourself to lose weight. You could. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. You could starve yourself to lose weight. It's like a horrible, horrible um, eating disorder, or it could lead to an eating disorder. But you know, in money terms, it'd be like just spending all your money at once and going bankrupt. But after starving yourself, you would basically be like penny pinching your food or during you starving yourself you'd be basically be like penny pinching your food all week you know oh i can only eat a salad today because i'm starving myself so i can lose weight which would at the end of the week or the end of the month or you know whatever whenever literally it could happen two days in would lead to stress anxiety lack of sleep and then all in all just questionable choices with your food which would probably be an all-out binge and then you gain weight and then you're like, oh my gosh, like this didn't work, like starvation mode, blah, blah, blah. We're gonna talk about that too as well. Um, this is equivalent, but also opposite to spending all your money at once and then having to pen, you know, bounce back and actually penny pinch, leading to stress, anxiety, and questionable choices, like a binge. When we're stressed about money, we typically spend more money. It's actually like a weird psychology thing is like when you're stressed about something, you typically are not focused on making that better. You're just focused on surviving, not thriving. So in order to find financial freedom, you have to find freedom with your finances. Super weird concept. We'll talk about it another time. But so back to the calorie deficit. So your calorie deficit is just small enough to, like I said, stay full enough while still losing weight or be able to, you know, in money terms, be able to enjoy life and spend money while still maybe saving a bit of money or just breaking even on money for every month. Not going crazy one weekend and then spending the rest of the month in shambles, right? Just similar like with a calorie deficit. You go crazy one weekend because you binged because you tried to starve yourself and then you spend the rest of the month in shambles. You, you, you lose motivation, you quit on your goals, whatever it may be. And the reason I wanted to talk about a calorie deficit is because it's not like drastic. It's not drastic numbers. Now, as I was saying before, you could starve yourself to lose weight. And I'm not suggesting that anyone starve themselves to lose weight. I highly suggest you don't starve yourself to lose weight. I highly suggest everyone start at maintenance calories just to understand caloric and energy balance in their body. Um, 
but when it comes to starving yourself, a lot of people bring up, oh, well, you're going to fall into starvation mode and your body's going to sh- shut down and store everything as fat. Have you ever heard anyone, anyone say that? Or someone say, like, oh, if you eat too little, you'll get fat because of starvation mode? Well, first of all, starvation mode is a myth. It is a totally made-up thing. But also, it's not totally made up. It is the, the starvation mode example that people give like oh if you eat too little you'll get fat because your body will go into like shutdown mode and then you'll store everything to like you'll you'll be in like survival mode so you'll just store everything as fat so you can use it for later it's not completely wrong but people use it as like fear-mongering and they're like oh don't eat too little blah 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 but then also don't eat too much because you'll gain weight blah 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 no one ever got fat from eating too little no one ever gained weight from eating too little. And if you don't believe me, go eat one salad a day. That's it. For a month. No ifs, ands, or buts. No going out with friends. No drinking. You know, no... You have to be 100% on this. Go eat one salad a day for a month and tell me how much weight you lose. <laughs> Disclaimer, don't actually do that. I don't, I don't condone that. But if you truly believe that starvation mode is real, follow a very, very strict calorie deficit or even harsher calorie deficit for a month, you know, no days off, follow it to a T and tell me how much weight you lose. And I think people don't understand is like, when you do starve yourself, your body doesn't go into starvation mode, your body goes into we're hungry mode. Like you're starving yourself. And when you start to get hungry and you start to stress because you're hungry and you get anxious because you're hungry and you don't want to eat because you'll get fat, but you're so hungry so you want to eat. Like I was saying earlier, you, you, your mind gets led to questionable choices and then all of a sudden it's Saturday night and you have four bags of Cheetos open, a thing of Cool Whip, and a two liter of Pepsi in front of you. And you're like, what just happened? So that's why the goal of a calorie deficit is to stay as full as possible while still seeing results is because nine times out of 10, I'll say 99 times out of 100, people gain weight on a diet or gain weight on a nutrition plan because it's not sustainable for them and they fall apart and they binge. I, I, will, I will say 99 times out of 100. That other one out of 100 is some underlying condition that we can't see, right? That, that you know have to get tested but 99 times out of 100 i would i would claim that you just fall apart it's not sustainable and you want to eat pizza and you want to you know you can eat all those things but in moderation and then you know but you're like oh my god but like pizza sounds so good and then you end up having six slices because that's what you're used to from your past life, this is a new life you're trying to live, new lifestyle you're trying to live. You're used to eating four or five, six slices of pizza. And so you have six and you log it and you're like, what did I just do? Or you don't log it because you feel guilty. And then the next morning you wake up guilty and you don't want to eat breakfast. And you don't, you know, you go do a two hour workout and you're stressed and you, you just fall down the rabbit hole cycle. And then everything starts to fall apart and you might binge more or whatever it may be. But you have to think about the reason things like starvation mode even get brought up is because of what people don't consciously think about, what they're not aware of. You might think, oh, I'm 
Coach Greg told me to only eat one salad a day, and I'm doing that to a T, but I'm not losing weight. It must be from starvation mode. But what you're realizing is that's not it at all. What you're not aware of is you didn't, you know, I ask people all the time what they had for breakfast yesterday, two days ago. And they're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Or it's Monday, two days ago is Saturday. Why would I care about what I had for breakfast? It was Saturday, it's the weekend. What you're not aware of and what you don't know could, could ruin your results. And what you're not aware of is that, you know, you may have salad every single day, but then on Saturday, Janet from work calls you and asks you to come to happy hour with other coworkers where you, you know, pick off three or four appetizer plates, have a few drinks, and then decide to go to brunch with them the next morning. And then you look back on Monday morning and, you know, is that stuff in your food log? No, of course not. It's the weekend. Or if it is in your food log, you you look at it and you're like, oh, crap. Or you lie about it and you're like, oh, I really only had like one chicken wing. When really you downed like the whole plate of chicken wings and half the plate of nachos. And you have to, you have to be totally honest with yourself sometimes or don't do it. Like if you're going to do it, you got to be honest with yourself. But, you know, is it in your food log? No, of course not. It's the weekend. Calories don't matter on the weekend, right? Wrong. They actually do. And I think a lot of people... You know, another call we could go into is talking about the Monday to Friday mindset of how people work. You know, they get to Friday and they're like, oh my gosh, the weekend, time to relax, blah, blah, blah. And then they do the same thing with their nutrition and their fitness. But that's not, you know, fitness is okay. You work, you can work out Monday to Friday and take Saturday and Sunday off. But with your nutrition, you got to be pretty, pretty on, at least 80%, which means you're on Monday through Friday and then half at least half of the weekend if you're only on monday to to friday morning that's like 61 percent of your week and so you have to be totally aware of what's going on you have to be totally aware of the choices you're making and then also be honest with yourself be honest about what's going into your you know what's going into your body because the more aware and the more mindful you know we talk about mindful eating in the limitless fitness academy the more mindful you are of what goes into your body the more that you can actually start to predict what's going to come out. And I'm not talking about poop. I'm talking about weight loss. I'm talking about the, you know, the results you're going to see. So the more mindful you are of what goes into your body, the more you can predict, the more you can start to predict what you're going to see out of your body. It's actually super crazy. And people don't realize that when you start working out and you start eating properly is you can start to predict like what's going to happen. It's not always 100%, but you're like, okay, like I've been in a surplus for a month. And I'm, you know, getting stronger in the gym, I should see muscle gain. I should see differences in the mirror, right? When you're not totally 100% aware of that, you're like, oh, well, I went out with friends this weekend, so I have no idea, like, how many calories I consumed. You can't wake up Monday morning and be like, oh, I didn't lose weight. What, something's not working. Well, you're not totally aware of what went in your body. So you don't know what, how to pinpoint the issue. So, yeah. <laughs> but back to metabolic metabolic adaptation in starvation mode first of all starvation mode isn't real like the term itself isn't real we covered that but your metabolism does adapt so it kind of is real but not really no one ever got fat or gained weight from eating too little it's totally true but our bodies do hate change it's a biology term called homeostasis 
Our bodies like to stay exactly like we are and where we're at at all times. Your, your te- temperature spikes a little bit. Your body releases antibodies and says, shit, get this, you know, get this under control. And then it spikes a little bit more and you're like, your body's just like, oh, we have a fever. Like, time to shut down. You know? Um, I'm trying to think of another example, but our bodies like to be exactly where we are. They, the only goal of our brain is to keep us alive, is to keep us still running. So when we, when we do something that's not normal, our brain is going to be against us and be like, what are we doing? When you start working out for the first time ever, or maybe the first time after taking a month off, you're going to get tired easily, you know, more tired easily. Your endurance has gone down. Your cardiovascular health has gone down. But also your brain's like sitting there telling all the systems in your body and yourself, like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? This isn't normal anymore. Like, stop doing this. And so you have to be the one to kind of tell like what's going on. But our bodies also do a really good job at adapting to something that becomes regular over a period of time. For example, if you usually burn around 2,000 calories and then you start eating in a normal normal deficit of 250 calories less than that at 1750, your body over time will adapt and start slowly decreasing the amount of calorie burn it requires to stay alive and you know function daily until it reaches around 1750. Similar to if you were spending more than you make each month, you would have to stop spending as much and eventually hit the point of breaking even so you don't go flat out broke. And so when we talk about adaptation, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not starvation mode. Your body does adapt. You know, If you're in a calorie deficit for too long, which is what I mentioned, you don't want to be in a deficit for too long. If you're in a deficit for too long, your body will adapt and the deficit is no longer a deficit. It becomes your new maintenance, which is why you know we talk about diet breaks. You're in a deficit for eight weeks and then you go back up to maintenance for one to four weeks. So if your deficit is 1,500 and your maintenance is 2,000, you know, when you go back up to maintenance, you're going to get stronger. You're going to feel so much better. You may gain a little bit of weight back, but that will just propel, you know, kind of reset your metabolism to be like, oh, no, like we've been decreasing, but actually our maintenance is still at 2000. And, you know, it doesn't happen exactly like that. Our bodies, everybody's body is different. But then you you take a diet break, you eat at 2000, your body's like, OK, like time to reset, time to get, you know, hormonally balanced, balanced on the inside, nutritiously, you know, all the vitamins, nutrients, minerals, all that stuff, then go back into a deficit. And then that like propels your results forward. A lot of people will be in a deficit for too long and then plateau and be like, oh, I should just keep going in deficit. And your, your body's trying to adapt and keep up. And then your brain is just like, nope, we're just going to store this as fat. Like we don't we don't know what's going on. Like stop being in a deficit, and then you keep going and going and going. You might lose weight, sure, but you end up with like that skinny fat look. Like you're in a deficit for too long. You're in a deficit for, you know, maybe too much of a deficit. And so when it comes to a calorie deficit and met- metabolic adaptation, I know I said this would be quick, but <laughs> I can talk about this stuff for for hours. Um, when it comes to being in a calorie deficit, you have to understand. Little wrap up of the call of the show, of the call. A calorie is a calorie. Anyone who tells you like, oh, that's a bad calorie. Like, okay, maybe it's less nutritious, but it's still just a calorie. You know, anyone who says, oh, 
don't eat that donut it's 140 calories it's like i could go eat like two apples and that would be 260 calories and you're going to tell me not to eat a one donut versus two apples and you know they might go into like oh vitamins minerals nutrients and just be like i'm in a calorie deficit all that's all that matters for losing weight now if you want to lose fat that's a totally different story but all that matters for losing weight is being in a calorie deficit I don't condone this either, but if you have a calorie number of 1,500 calories, you could eat 11.4 Twinkies a day and be at 1,490. A Twinkie is about 144 calories. I actually want to try this out at some point, but I would need to find a, like a Twinkie bulk manufacturer and supplier to deliver that many Twinkies for like a month. Um, but you would feel like crap and you would sleep like crap and your body would look like crap and you would just, you all, all in all, you would just perform awfully. You would just feel so bad. And that's why people, you know, you should eat more nutritious and quote unquote healthier in order to be, you know, feel okay. Um, but when it comes to losing weight, all that matters is calorie deficit. And now you guys should understand that. And don't be in a calorie deficit for too long or else your metabolism will adapt down. And that doesn't happen, like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. Starvation mode doesn't exist. That's another wrap up. But other than that, I mean, that's really it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, if you like the show, please, please share any episode. If you like this episode or if you like any of the other previous episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, or Anchor. If you like the show, send it to a friend. Um, leave us a review we we appreciate the reviews we appreciate the love of anyone uh, if you want to hear anything on the show you can send us a message on Instagram at fanuppodcast uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening it's, you'll probably be listening to this tomorrow so good rest of your day hope I drive safe and keep sweating, keep smiling and I'll talk to you guys soon